0: To the Golfing Mind, the podcast which looks at the game of golf in general but the mental game of golf in particular is that area that most golfers neglect and yet can make such a huge impact on their ability to perform at a higher level than they're used to. Uh, next week we have the US Open uh, which is the uh, going to be the third major of the year and it as always uh, gets a lot of people excited, particularly predicting who the winner's going to be. So we have to um, put our thinking hats on, look into our crystal balls. As it so happens, at the moment, I happen to be in America, where I've been uh, visiting friends, playing some golf, and I had an opportunity over a few drinks to discuss the US Open with a very good friend of mine, uh, who I've known for 30 years. And we both have different takes on what it takes to be a, a champion. But we both share a great passion for the game, a great love of the game. And neither of us are experts in the swing, uh, but like every person who plays golf, we have our own thoughts and opinions as to what makes a champion. And with the US Open coming up, I thought it'd be a nice exercise to to share our thoughts with you in the form of a small interview. My friend's name is Matt Barr. He lives in North Carolina, uh, grew up on the East Coast, um, plays lots of sports to a good level and is a very steady eight handicap golfer. So welcome to The Golfing Mind, Matt. Great to be here, Robin. Matt, um, the U.S. Open comes along. A couple of quick things. Do you think winning a major for the first time is a much more difficult challenge than winning a PGA event for the first time?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, when you look at you know, just this year, we've had some nice first-time winners, but getting it done... At any level, PGA, Corn um, Ferry, um, <clears throat> Senior PGA, or, or the Champions Tour, uh, it's it's tough to win out there. You know the, the slogan. Uh, these the, you know these guys are. What was the slogan?
0: <laughs> I am not sure. The start slogan. over. <laughs> no, we don't need to start oh. <laughs> over.
1: We're just gonna roll through this the, um, and get with it because these guys are good. I guess it is the PGA Tour. Something along those lines. But anyway, yeah, it's got to be hot. It's got to be hard to get to get over the top. I mean, it's a, a major milestone. Um, you know, and 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 there's a psychological part of it that you're more the expert in, um, but obviously what happens between the years uh, usually makes it to the hands. Yeah, but here's a, a, here's
0: a curious thing: you get Scotty Scheffler, who is the go-to guy now, and he, everyone's thinking you know he's the favorite. I understand he's twelve to one with the bookmakers. I really like Cam Smith, and I really like Victor Hovland. What do you think of Cam Smith and Victor?
1: Hovland? Um, I think good choices, uh, obviously long long hitters which is so critical, particularly in the U.S. Open, just because of the length. I think they're playing it to seventy-two, sixty-four this week. Uh, so it's going to favor the long ball. Uh, clearly there are a lot of guys in the PGA Tour who, who hit it uh, far enough to, to compete uh, well there. But Cam Smith, obviously, is a bomber. Hovland can get after it. Uh, Scheffler, I mean, if you look at the odds, it's 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 the long hitters. It's uh, uh, you the McIlroy's and the Roms, uh, Cantley. Yeah. Uh, but you know Cam Smith, uh, when he opened the season this year, I mean had an unbelievable event out of Kapalua, but he and he just putted lights out, and so that's we know he's we know he's a good putter. We've seen it. If, if he if if he turns it on this week, it it, it could be super special. Kalamarikawa. Um, yeah, but with regard to Cam, you see last week he didn't putt well at the Memorial, at Jack's place, so. I don't know where his head is right now with regard to his putting but uh when he gets it when he gets it going it's uh it's lights out morocco another long hitter obviously uh multiple major winners so the nerves won't be up on him as much as it may be some others um it's just super steady great ball striker probably the best ball striker in the pga tour
0: the curious thing i've noticed is that when i talk to one or two guys in the business they say that McElroy has this phenomenal talent he gets in his own way in the final round we saw that didn't happen in the masters do you think he is a bit of a monkey in his back these days when it comes to majors
1: yeah i mean obviously got him early and often and people really felt he was going to be you know challenging uh, some of some of the world's top players with multiple uh, multiple majors and then you know he hit a patch there we messed with his swing a little bit and and it kind of crossed him up, but uh, obviously hitting the ball great right now. Um, You know, to your point, I think, um, given the length of time it's been since he has won a major and that desire to do so again, it could be an impediment to success.
0: I'm curious about my interest, as you know, about the mental game. Do you have any players that you consider mentally tough out there? I think John Ram is mentally tough. That's
1: exactly what I was going to say. He's just uh, a... you know he's just, he's just a killer out there, and you know all these guys are. But um, I think you see it more. Um, some tend to wear in their sleeves a little more than others. And you know, Rob's an emotional guy early in his career. He had some issues with his anger. Uh, he seemed to have gotten that under control because obviously he can't play this game in that state. But um, he is a uh, you know he is a predator out there. And I tell you, he really uh, is probably one of those fiery competitors that that we will see this
0: week. Another thing I think about, and I don't know if what your view on this is. You look at people like Tiger Woods in their heyday. Do you think that they were playing? There comes a point, like Jack Nicklaus, when you got all those majors. Are you playing for the money? Are you playing for the legacy?
1: Well, yeah, it's at a certain level. The money's insignificant because there's, you know, the, it's it's just not part of the calculus. Um, and frankly, even some of those um, folks who haven't uh, maybe achieved some of the financial success that some of the other tour Towards top players are, they still they uh, uh it's, all, it's all about wins. It's all about building a, a track record, a legacy. But you know, uh, for for the top tier players, uh, money's money's uh, a non-issue.
0: Okay, my well, fine. Before we wrap this up, and it's just say, a little fun podcast today. I'm going to give you my top three pick. So these three players, if you're going to put money on someone being in the top ten, it would have to be, for me. Uh, John Ram I would also then put in Victor Hovland and I would almost certainly put in Cam uh, Cam Smith, now I've not picked an American and that's not for any other reason I think those guys are ready to win, Cam Smith and Hovland I just have a very good feeling about them on the course they have a good demeanour I think Cameron Smith was in the final with Scottie Scheffler in the, uh, in the Masters and I think uh, when Sheffler chipped in, that settled his nerves and it kind of rattled Cam Smith and then Cam Smith putting it in the water um, just was not his best idea. But uh, it happened. So I think he's had that experience of getting close. And just on a historical note, and this is a sort of pure interest that I'm sure the people won't be too aware of, uh, Tony Jacklin's son, Sean Jacklin, has qualified for this US Open. Uh, he's 30 years of age. He's a fine golfer. Um wouldn't it be amazing if he was to win it exactly 52 years after his father won it in 1970 at Hazel Anyway, that's my three pick. Hovland, Smith, and uh, Ram. What about yourself? Um,
1: you know, those, those names have been swirling around in my head as well, but I'm going to go a little uh, differently just for the sake of the conversation. Um, uh, Scheffler, undeniably a um, strong player. The season he's had has just been off the charts uh, he's got he's got the Masters win, so I think his uh, his nerves will settle. I mean, he's long and he hits a nice little baby cut out there, so it's very controllable. What you need with the long uh, rough you'll have at the Open. So he's one of my guys. I think Cantley's do uh, clearly. Um, I, I think he could get it done as well. And the, the last one I was uh, I'm kind of looking at I call it longish shots, but uh, still. Still a couple guys, I think. Obviously, Kepka, given his track record, he's not playing well. He's had the injury issues plaguing him, um, but he's always again. He just turns it on in the majors, so he's always a factor. And then Zalatoris, I mean, um, he's got an incredible length. You know, obviously, his putter's been his uh, his bugaboo went, But when he settles things down and, and he can, and he can roll the he can roll the putts. Uh, he's he's a threat as well. So. Oh, well, we'll there see. you have it. Well,
0: I guess, folks, you're going to make your own choices, but uh, that's from my friend Matt. So, Matt, thanks for being the podcast. I appreciate it. I dropped this on you at late notice, and you didn't think it was uh, necessarily your area of expertise. a eh, pleasure,
1: Rob. It's always great to see you. I'm glad to have you here in the States, and uh, it's been a great trip.
0: Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, as always I say, if you're interested in the game of golf, uh is about getting better, then Silent Mind Golf, the uh, online academy, is available through the link on this podcast. Uh, As I say, 80% or 90% of the game being mental is an area worth exploring. Uh, And that's it for this week. Back to normal service after this week. And uh, enjoy the US Open. I think it's going to be fantastic. Until next week, all the best.